0: Hi friends. So, as we enter the month of April, we are taking an in-depth look at old survival habit of people pleasing and what type of thriving habits we can replace with it instead. As always, you can leave me a voice message and write in about any and all of your people pleasing struggles. Please, please do. On this week's episode, I'm talking about how people-pleasing showed up in my early life and my mindfulness hack that keeps me straight. Ready? Hello, and welcome to the Big Kid Podcast. I'm your host, Katie C., life coach, children's yoga instructor, and mindfulness ninja. Every week, I'm here to help you navigate the craziness that is life with more courage, more kindness, and less judgment. Spoiler alert, none of us know what's going on. We're all just a bunch of big kids, and we know that life is better together. So go grab a snack and a seat as we dive on in. So many people may not know this about me, but I actually grew up in the church. I know it can be hard to picture because I like to curse a lot and all of that, tries, but it's true. And so that meant for the majority of my childhood, we spent every Saturday as a family and a giant group participating in Bible study. And every Sunday, it meant waking up and going to church. That meant kids Bible camp. It meant youth fellowship. It meant being surrounded by people that all shared the same faith. You know, church, right? At first, I didn't ask any questions. I just accepted it all as it was because it was all I knew. And again, everybody around me was doing it. (laughs) Questions started percolating in my brain around religion, probably around eight, but 10 is when I really started making noise about it. I started asking why. Why and how do these things make sense? I would ask questions and get very religious roundabout answers. And so my curiosity was just being stifled. Um, And I got answers like, we go to church because it's just what we do. And so I stopped asking questions as my first form of people pleasing. And I did that for like three, four main reasons. The first one was that I didn't want to fight with my family which kind of leads into number two, was that it was just a way for me to keep the peace. I just kept showing up, doing as they did, and that was fine. Number three, seeing how happy my family was when I participated, that was almost enough for me, especially as a 10-year-old, that was enough. Number four, it was just easier for me to go along with it rather than figuring it out for myself. My survival habit was being formed into this unrealistic expectation of earning love, earning attention, and earning validation. And those were the only ways that you could do those. And those were only received if you earned them. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it, it that's where it started for me, for sure. People-pleasing was definitely around religion for me at the beginning. My thriving habit is knowing that I deserve love because I am human and I am here, period. So if we weren't in what is life right now amongst the pandemic, social distancing, I would normally be doing uh, career talks in high schools right now, And one thing that I always bring up during these conversations is just our parents' expectations when it comes to our careers. Especially if, like me, you're a first generation born in Canada, our parents just want the best for us. So they picture what they know to be the best types of careers. And the one thing that I tell the kids is that especially right now, think of (laughs) what life is like right now. A lot of careers that we may even get may not even be invented yet, right? And also, how many careers does one person go through in a lifetime? Even if I work my one job for the next 30 years, like that's not enough for me. That's why I currently have 50 jobs, it feels like sometimes. Instead of feeding my curious spirit, I fed into my people-pleasing nature instead. I think especially as a woman, we're taught this, again, so, so young. We're taught to be the biggest types of people-pleasers. We do things for our families, for our colleagues, for our children, for our partners, but very, very rarely for ourselves. As big kids, and even more as humans, we have some needs that we are trying to meet, right? Every day. And those needs include to be heard, seen, and understood. People-pleasing is the exact opposite. When we are in that state of pleasing, you have the need to be agreeable, make others happy, and to under stand others without figuring out how to be understood yourself. The biggest clue for me was noticing that I was always in the sense of fear when it came to telling someone my opinion or asking for more information in order to form my own well-informed opinion. There was always fear in me. And that's where people-pleasing grows from. It starts with fear, because there's a fear of judgment, or rejection, or abandonment. I want to ask you, in the midst of, again, life right now, and transitioning to doing almost everything from home, how are you doing with people-pleasing? Are you having a hard time meeting other people's expectations? Letting yourself down? Have your kids taken up your workspace (laughs) for their own new school space? That's okay. Those are things that need to be done. Just stop and take a breath. Ready? I want April to be the month that you start practicing curbing this survival habit of people-pleasing. So you ask, how do I combat the fear and shake the urge to people, please? First step, as always, is to see it happening. So notice when you feel that fear, when you're pushed to agree, when you actually don't. Notice when you feel the need to keep the peace. Is it the truth? Is it your truth? Notice when you start to feel annoyed and resentful because you're bending backwards for people to to notice these things. Nowhere am I saying judge yourself for feeling these ways, just notice when you do. When I notice fear and those uncomfy feelings for me, I like to stare my fear square in the face and ask it, what are you actually trying to tell me? Huh? (laughs) What do you want, fear? What do you want? Feelings aren't facts. They're just clues. So follow them. This week, your dare is to notice and as always to ask yourself these questions. When and where and how do I feel it? All of these questions, I want you to know, are posted also in the show notes so you can journal your own answers down. And I highly recommend writing this shit down because sometimes words come out on the page that you didn't even know you were thinking. And (laughs) think of it right now as someone else to talk to. Talk to your journal. Write this stuff down. You'll be surprised at what comes up. And just remember, don't judge yourself for writing or for feeling ever. Just let it be. Just notice it. Remember, kindness drives change. And right now, especially with people pleasing, you need to remember to show kindness to yourself first. And so that means staying true to you. Before we part today, I wanted to let you know that we have a very special second episode coming at you this week, which I'm really, really excited about, where I'm talking to a friend, Uh, so it is actually our first interview of the year, and we're talking about people-pleasing as kids and again, for me, it was church. So we'll talk to Megan about what people pleasing looked like for her as an eight-year-old. And I'm so excited for you to listen to that. So so that is all for today, friends. I look forward to talking to you next week. Well, friends, that brings us to the end of another episode. Thank you so much for choosing to spend your time with me over here with a bunch of big kids. As you travel through the world this week, remember that kindness drives change. We're all on this life journey together and it's nice to remember that you're not alone. Go and join in on the Facebook group and follow us on Instagram at Big Kid Pod. You can even go to the website to leave me a good old fashioned voice message in the show notes. Go to kdccoaching.com. While you're there, sign up for the newsletter because every month I send out journaling questions and templates to take you a little bit deeper on the journey back to yourself. Sending you so much love from Canada. Talk to you soon.